Podcast Morning Market Roundup with Chip Nunger. This is the Halloween edition of uh, the Morning Market Roundup. And Chip, uh, man, there's not a lot going on. Market's kind of down again, and we're, we're seeing some pretty typical stuff that we've seen over the last, well, for the last three or four months here. So, um, kind of, what's your take? You know, I'm watching harvest out here. We've been fortunate to have pretty good harvest days. Um, Getting corn to dry down has been a little bit of an issue, but um, for the most part, it's it's been a pretty easy going harvest. Uh, now you talk to some guys back home, back around in Kansas, where they've gotten six inches of rain for I don't know. It seems like every other week they get a big rainstorm that comes through there. I got to think there's going to be some issues with planting wheat and, and missing that window. So, what are you hearing out there, and, and what do you see happening? Yeah, it's uh, it's a mixed bag. Um, you know, out this part of Illinois, Central Illinois, we're pretty well wrapped up. We've had a pretty good window here for ten days or so. Um, further north, you get sixty, eighty miles north of here, though, and there's still some, you know, maybe fifteen, twenty percent of the crops left. So they're working on that. We've had a little bit of rain off and on. Uh, it's kind of raining last night and, and today. It's kind of rain on Halloween, so you know. Right. That's just an annual occurrence, or or hail, or sleet, or something like that. Uh, it's not Halloween without, you know, an we, uncomfortable, freezing cold, rainy night. We might get a blizzard out here today still, so who knows? So you know, we're we've kind of surpassed the seventy percent mark. Um, so we're on the down downhill slide of the harvest, and you know, I think the market's kind of on hold here. The bean market has kind of broke off the highs here. The recent highs can't seem to get much going. The more China news, um, you know, this uh, this meeting coming up in November. If that doesn't produce anything, um, President Trump has said he's just going to go ahead and, and put tariffs on the rest of the uh, basically everything. Anything that China sends to us is going to have a tariff on it. Um, so that didn't uh, do well for the bean market, and, and the bean market has kind of sold off. Wheat and corn, I, I think, are trying to stabilize. They've certainly not gone higher, but like you mentioned, um, this planting window is quickly closing. Um, you know, even down south, um, they've had a lot of rain, and so they're, they're late. I talked to a guy down in Kentucky yesterday afternoon. Um, you know, a lot of crop, a crop left there. They've had a bunch of rain. So wheat planting is definitely uh, going to be an issue. The market doesn't seem to care much yet. And, and really, we don't get those wheat acreage numbers till the January crop report anyway. Right. So it's going to be a while before we know those. And um, it just doesn't seem like it's affecting the wheat market yet. But undoubtedly, it, there's going to be some acres that, you know, switch and go to something else. And, and maybe that's cotton. That's most likely cotton mm-hmm. uh, that that will go to, I would think, at this point. But, uh, you know, again, this time of year, October, November, just trying to wrap harvest up. There's not much news. Next week we get to November crop report, so that'll kind of refocus the market on what are yields. You know, is corn going to keep going lower? Um, are bean yields going to go up? 
Um, what do they do with world wheat numbers? That's going to be important. So we'll get uh, we'll get some more of that. Uh, what is that next? Uh, it's the eighth. So yeah. uh, what is that Wednesday? Wednesday. Yep. Um, until then, we might just slop around like we have been and try to get the rest of harvest wrapped up and and bushels tucked away. Basis out here is uh, is starting to improve on corn. Beans is still horrible. Um, so that's telling you one of two things, and, and you don't know yet which. For, for sure, one, harvest is starting to get wrapped up. Um, and two, maybe there's, um, you know, not as big a crop as what maybe commercial grain buyers expected. Um, I would argue that there's just a tremendous amount of storage that's been built the last three years and even the last 12 months. And I think that's affecting basis out here. You know, I can't tell you how many, that we have 10 guys we work with that put bins up, you know, in the last six months, um, you know, for, to use for this fall, this harvest. So that's um, a change in the grain flow and uh, it's starting to affect basis in a positive way, I think. So that's always a good sign. That, that means you're kind of on the downside of harvest and maybe we can uh, talk about some sort of a post-harvest bounce coming in, in corn, but it's going to take beans stabilizing to get that. So we've, we've been talking about that for how long now? Six months? That, a while, uh, yeah. The key to everything is the bean market here. Yeah. All right, so that's with the China thing. All right, so... How much? How much left is the the market? Have they sold off or, or bought based on the China thing? I mean, I think they, everyone's kind of used to having some big nugget come out of that deal and never materialize or um, have a meeting, but then they don't show up. I mean, is there? Do you think the market's really going to be affected if nothing comes out of the the November twentieth G twenty meeting that that they're supposed to sit down and hash something out? Um, I think it, you know, a lot of it's in the market already. Um, it won't do it any favors. I don't think we have to sell off a lot more because it's already there, right? They don't, they're not buying our beans. They've canceled beans. I mean, we've already traded that for months now. So yeah. I don't think it has to be super negative. Um, it, it won't do us any favors. We could, you know, maybe sell off 20 cents or something. But um, between now and say January, February, when Brazil and Argentina have beans to sell. Um, we're pretty fairly priced, so that's going to keep a floor underneath of us. Um, you know, it doesn't mean we can't go 20, 30 cents lower, but we don't have to go a dollar lower yet. The problem is if there's no progress, and, uh, you know, Argentina or Brazil, I should say, is off to one of the best earliest starts of planting they've ever had. And so they come up with a monstrous crop there, and Argentina bounces back and, you know, has a normal crop after last year's drought. Um, all of a sudden, we got some issues come February, March, April, because then all the demand is going to go south. And, and so that's my fear is, you know, if something doesn't happen quickly, say this winter, to give us a little more optimism, um, and there's no weather problems in South America by January, February, uh, you know, this bee market might have some real issues uh, you know, going into next growing season here. So that's kind of a big picture a deal. Uh, right now, we don't probably have to go a lot lower because we're the cheapest source of beans in the world, and that's going to keep a little bit of a floor underneath of us. But um, big picture, hopefully one of two things happen. We get a, a little better news on China and an agreement there, or and or a little weather blip, 
weather scared in um, Brazil would be nice to spark a little rally. You know, as long as it's not us, right? Right. Got, Everybody you know, wants to drought. Say, you know, as long as the wind burns up right. and we're get rain, it's fine. But yep. you know, yeah. we got a big crop here. But if Brazil can just burn up, it'd Work, be great. That works good for everybody. That's right. <laughs> November eighth report coming out. Do you, are there is there any big signals that you're seeing? You talked about the basis thing. You talked about maybe perhaps you're starting to see the makings of a of a crop that wasn't as big as everybody thought. Any any real projections there on on that report as to what you think uh, the analysts are looking for and and what the how the market's going to react to that? Yeah, I haven't seen the average estimates yet. Probably see those by the end of this week uh, or or Monday, I would think. Uh, but I would expect that um, unchanged, slightly lower corn yields. Uh, beans are still a wide variance of opinions. Um, you know, I, I've thought all along they had Illinois too high. And they probably still do. And, and I think as you get deeper into harvest in Iowa, they're probably a little bit too high in Iowa. So I can see them coming down a bushel or two with corn. That the issue is beans because there's some really good bean yields out there. And um, if they go up in bean yields, you know, it's going to take some of the friendliness away um, from corn if they do drop corn. So, yeah. You know, they're tied at the hip right now. Um, and unfortunately, wheat, yeah, it's going to be world. we, we got to start seeing those world numbers come down, um, which they should. Australia, there's been a couple of private estimates out of Australia, one from their government that's well under where the USDA is. So at least from an Australia perspective, they, they've likely got to come lower there, um, and that'll help. So they've got some real problems there. They've got some problems in Europe still. They, they you know, they had a horrible crop last year. Their, their last crop, and that drought isn't fixed yet, and so they're not really doing very well um, in the early part of their growing season uh, on their wheat crop right now. So, you know, that's a work in progress. It's early enough; you can't really project yields yet. Mm-hmm. But if that continues, that's you know basically their second season of a drought. Um, that's really something that could spark wheat. So you, you got some things here in corn and wheat. That longer term could be friendly, but and a little help from the bean market here with a trade agreement or at least some some talks in the right direction. Yeah. And um, and it would greatly help everyone's you know outlook there. Yeah. I haven't seen any news because I haven't really been looking for it either. But where are we at with the the new NAFTA 2.0 here? I mean, I know Mexico is all in, and and Canada still needed to get it ratified through uh, their parliament or whatever and um i mean what where that have you heard anything more on that front no i really haven't since the agreement it's been a little bit quiet um you know my sense is it just takes takes time um i i think that mexico i think it's a done deal um and you know business as usual so mexico continues to be a big buyer and that was one big piece of the puzzle right we didn't want to mess that up because uh, they're just such a massive buyer um, of a lot of our products, so I think that's a good a good thing. Um, I haven't heard a lot of fresh news on that, but I think it's um, business as usual there. Yeah, what's happened with the mar- the cattle market the first half of the week? Seems like they've been kind of here and there. The stock market has yeah, been tra- playing a playing a number on them. Yeah, we traded the cash market uh, better than expected last week. <clears throat> we got October cattle going off the board today, so it's been a little bit a little bit choppy there. Uh, the 
cattle market sold off a little bit yesterday. We're still just in this range we've been in. Um, you know, I think expectations for cash trade would be steady at worst, hopefully a touch better. And if you can see that, we ought to be able to take another leg up and, you know, kind of extend a rally north of 120 on the, on the December cattle. Hogs have been pretty choppy, you know, still this swine flu issue going on. If you get deeper into winter here, I, I think there's better things coming in hogs and certainly out in the next summer. And um, it just doesn't seem like they, they have a handle yet on this uh, swine fever issue. Yeah. And then just, you know, about every 10 days you get a new story about, you know, more problems there. So as long as that continues, you're going to have some buying interest on the brakes and hogs. doesn't mean you'll go straight up, but I think that the livestock market probably is maybe the bright spot in ag right now, hogs and cattle both. And, and you know, as you get into winter and spring, should be some, some better pricing opportunities for the livestock producer. Yep. You know, it's kind of goes hand in hand or uh, not hand in hand, but opposite, you know, grain prices down, cheap feed ingredients. It's good for the, for the livestock guy and vice versa. So right now the root crop guy is kind of, you know, got the pain where the livestock guy um, is, is sitting better. Right. Been good in cattle for a while. And, you know, we had that big break in hogs, but it's, there's some light at the end of the tunnel for the hog guy now too. Yeah. Yep. Now there's a, a lot of stuff that there's a lot of volatility everywhere, whether it's in the commodity markets or even on, even in the stock market. I mean, there's just every day is a massive swing. Every couple of days, it feels like the stock market takes a, a giant, a giant dump on the, on the board yeah. there. And then it comes back to the next day or so, or it might even come back in the same day, but there's a, a large amount of wide swinging volatility going on across the market. There really is. I mean, right now, as we speak, uh, the last I checked before we got on here, stock market was up. I don't know, two, 300 points, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been super volatile. You, you check that in a half hour, it might be back to unchanged or lower. So there's been a lot of, a lot of volatility there. Um, and eventually that could help commodities, you know, as people pull some money out, get scared or you know, if you had money in the stock market for the last 10 years, I mean, sure, we're 12% off the highs or whatever, but you've made a tremendous amount of money. And if you get a sense that uh, maybe the, the big run's over, um, let's put some money to work somewhere else. Commodities are cheap and they're going to get a look. And, um, you know, I think you're already starting to see that to some extent. You see money flow into commodities. Where are they going to put it? What's cheap? You know, you've got corn, beans, wheat on multi-year lows and corn under the cost of production. There was a story out yesterday. I mean, it, it just shouldn't be a lot of downside to things and um, if the financial market volatility continues that could end up being um, you know a, a good thing and have some money flowing in um, to buy commodities uh, which will help put a little bit of a floor underneath this but that's not a quick fix that's you know, usually that's a two three month process um, of seeing that money move it's just yeah. not an overnight deal yeah absolutely yep so a lot of stuff going on good time to start maybe thinking about a plan for 2019 and if you're working on that plan Meet someone to come check that out. Chip, have they, how would they do that if they want to have you come look over what they've done? Yeah, easiest way is just uh, give us a call, 309-550-7213. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. we got to keep 2019 on the, on the radar here. We had $9.5 beans a couple weeks ago for new crop, and 
uh, I don't know, 405, 406, December 19 corn. So everybody's busy trying to get harvest wrapped up and field work and worried about this crop. And, and we got to keep, you know, this next year's crop in the back of our mind too. So we'd be happy to chat with you give you, a, you know, a, kind of a, a free overview, a free review if you want to call it that. Uh, just give us a buzz. We'd be happy to chat. Right on. And before we close it down, I got to say happy birthday to Regina Nargis. Today's her birthday, so she's, uh, I think, 22 today. So congratulations, Gina. 22 again. 22 happy again. Keeps it, keeps it ringing. So, all right, Chip. Well, that'll do it, buddy. Uh, we'll catch you Sunday, and we'll talk to you then, man. Okay. Have a good rest of the week. All right. We'll see you. Moving in the 21st century. Hard-working people working hard for you and me Moving higher time and time again Through the years you'll find us here Moving